Hey everybody, this is Griffin McRoy, your best friend, your all that other stuff. Real quick, I wanted to uh, talk about something before we get into the episode, which is our live show that we performed in Nashville. Uh, if you were at our the, the Adventure Zone Zone at PodCon uh, last weekend, then you already know about this. But if you don't, uh, there's a bit of a programming change that you should know about. And that is that starting in January... Uh, for the rest of the time that we are doing these sort of experimental mini arcs like Taz Commitment, which we wrapped up uh, a, a couple weeks ago, uh, we are going to go weekly. We are going to have weekly episodes starting in January for the experimental episodes. Once we get to season two, we're going to probably go back to bi-weekly so that we can continue to put the amount of sort of polish and effort that that we need to put to, to make the show as good as we want it to be. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to go weekly. And the reason we're doing that is uh, because we're... We really loved doing Commitment. We're really happy with it. But if each of us takes uh, some time to work on one of those mini arcs and we go bi-weekly, it's just going to take forever before we get to season two. And we are all sort of ready and raring to go to start building out this big, big story like we did with Balance. Uh, there's also some issues with, like, you know, introducing this new world and new characters and then giving you just enough time to forget about all of that before we get to the next episode. Um, and you don't really have that sort of, like, built-in knowledge about the universe, which makes going bi-weekly, like, going two weeks without a new episode kind of more manageable so yeah and these episodes like they're probably going to be a little bit rougher than than you know the 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 balance episodes were uh just because we are going to be turning them around twice as quickly um and yeah our hope is that we can we can keep this schedule up and make some more good mini arcs and then get to season two a little bit faster so that's the announcement now because we're doing that we do need some time to prep to to go weekly and and get all of our mini arcs ready uh which we are kind of taking december to do so today is the nashville episode uh, and then in two weeks we're going to put up our uh episode that we recorded in tacoma uh earlier this month and uh we're, we're gonna put that up probably i think the week of christmas so yeah there'll be a new episode up then and it'll be that and then starting in january new episodes weekly through the experimental arcs and yeah we're all very very excited to to really uh, dig down deep and start cranking cranking these things out. So we hope you enjoy them and will bear with us as we keep doing these experiments. And yeah, that's it. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the episode. Before presenting you with our tale of high adventure, I have a deadly important question for you, Nashville. Are you trace horny for this one? It's the adventure zone. And now it's time to switch to my prescription glasses. <laughs> Always the most exciting hardcore moment of the <laughs> Rockstar! Hey, everybody. <laughs> Before we get going, is there any way we can get full house lights and so we can see all the cosplay? Because we've only been following it through t- Twitter. Yeah, and lights up. If you are doing cosplay, stand up. 
It's everybody. Holy it's everyone. Shit. Holy shit. <laughs> so good. Y'all are off the chain. Keep going. So good. So good. There's one person dressed like Naruto, and like I get it, <laughs> but could you not? It's kind of our. Please thing. dress like Naruto. Don't Naruto shame them. Also, is Naruto a character or is. Oh, no one's no. quite sure. Uh, I just, also don't know. Don't know it's a answer. state of mind. You can turn the lights down now. I'm having a panic attack. And there they go, there they go, there they're they go, gone, and gone. they don't exist. It's just the four of <laughs> just us. <laughs> Who's laughing? I don't know. Uh, how do we... Could you turn them off on stage, too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just make it a super chill night? Yeah. Uh, y'all In wanna, the beginning. Y'all want to just get, get, get going, get into it? It's been about two months since we've played Dungeons & Dragons, so this should be interesting. What's my password on this? Holy shit. No, no. Don't laugh for that. Laugh he knows his it. password. Listen, this is America. You can laugh at any shit no. you want to laugh at. Getting... Also, also no. <laughs> Still no. Did you, did you solve the password puzzle over there? Are we good? I'm, so, I'm good. All right. I'm good. Uh, let's get going. You all no. ready? I don't have the one with 20. Are you no. fucking kidding me? You have two giant. The big, okay, the big ones. Yeah, these these nuts right here. These. Travis, do 20s. you have a joke you want to do about being unprepared? No, okay. I am prepared and a good, good D and D boy. Good. There are some though. Legit, and this should add some fun tension. There are some I don't have, and I don't know exactly. I got extras. Okay, Travis got a bunch. All right, let's do it. Okay. D4, for example. I'm yeah, it's a, I got, Oh, fine. shit. I don't have that. Holy shit. I got uh, a four. I got a four. I got a four. I just okay, found a D4. Four. That's that fine. Wait, that's sides. my D4. Okay, this is Travis's D4, but we're kind of sharing it. This is going to be the whole episode. Joint custody D4. Well, before we walked out, Griffin said, no jokes about not knowing how to play the game. We have a lot of story to get to. So I want to clarify, none of this has been jokes. Good. <laughs> not a joke in the... Should we introduce ourselves? Sure, yeah. I Yeah, sure. Who has not listened to the Adventure Zone before? All right. I heard one lonely what single... What the hell are you doing no, here? No, don't... Don't Naruto shame them. Justin, who are you playing today? Uh, my name is Justin McElroy, and I play the elven wizard Taco. Uh, I am Travis McElroy, and I play the human fighter Magnus Burnsides. And I am Clint McElroy, and I play dwarven cleric Merle Highchurch. And I have never gotten that right in a live show. You, I today. thought for sure you were going to fuck it up. I'm Griffin McElroy. I play everybody else. That's Paul. Dice! Oh. Paul came out here with two dice bags. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the great job, Pump. My hero and yours, Paul. Let's do the adventure. Be careful, because in there is an actual ring of mine for my baby's birth. Please don't lose that. It's not okay. a joke. You know what? I'll just make up a number then. Like, what are you doing? You can't just put that kind of pressure on me. All the right. three of you. Are we ready? 
I see a lot of fiddling and and farting around. Okay. I'm just going to start talking. The three of you are sitting in stylish, high-backed chairs in front of a blackjack table. Sitting... Ooh. (laughs) Sitting across from you is a dealer, a half-ogre gentleman dressed to the nines with a bright red vest and a name tag on it that says, Crush... This scene is in the middle of an enormous casino pit, and all around you, other folks are playing table games, craps, poker, roulette, while others sit at seemingly endless rows of slot machines, dumping buckets of gold coins into them all night. Baccarat? Is there Baccarat? There's definitely not Baccarat. Is there Burt Baccarat? There is, yes. Fantasy Burt Baccarat. Uh, The three of you are also dressed to the nines. What are you wearing for this stylish casino atmosphere? Sleeveless tuxedo. Tuxedo sleeves. We only have the money for the one. Uh, I had to choose between formal business casual and taco, and I went ahead and went with taco. Yeah, sure. Also, but I did get the cloak of the manta ray. Because I figured eventually... Show that off, by the way. Somebody just sent you the cloak of the manta ray, and it's so fucking tight. It's super good. All right. So, no, Dad, show off your swim trunks. Dads are just wearing swim trunks with this costume. <laughs> swim trunks. Swim trunks that he forgot and made someone go back to the hotel to get for him. And we're all like, oh, these pants that we're hearing about, these are going to be so out dope. of sight. Like, so fresh. Beach. They are. Dwarf. Yeah, no, okay. it right. tracks. No, 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 we get it. It yeah, yeah, tracks, yeah. This, but yeah. I wasn't expecting swim trunks. When so, they brought them in, I thought you would say, oh, this is embarrassing, but you're well, going to have to go back. They're actually board trunks. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. B-O-R-E-D, because we're talking about it too yeah, much. Yeah, instead of That's doing the podcast. So the three of you have been sitting at this blackjack table for a while. Uh, how has your game been going? Any of you particularly? Magnus bets wildly and poorly. Okay. He doubles down on, like, 13. Uh, Not a good call. Crush, Crush sitting uh, opposite you, the dealer, says, You boys having a good time? Old Blue Eyes makes sure that everyone has a good time in his place. Are you? Are you Old Blue Eyes? Points to his name tag. I'm Crush. I, <laughs> you can forgive us for assuming that you were trying to get some sort of name, nickname yeah. going. I mean, old, old Blue Eyes runs the joint. You're coming here and you don't know who Old Blue Eyes is? Sinatra. Who? Okay. Cool. You, did, you created that trap, and you did walk into it, God. so that was kind of a duo. While you've been playing, you've also been on edge, because you're waiting for something to happen. The table you're at In our lives. Is, the table you're at is 20 feet from a guarded door into the casino back room, where uh, two half-ogre pit bosses are watching the room, and your table in particular. And you hear them also exchange words about old blue eyes. One of them says they heard he's actually in the building tonight, which is apparently... At what age do you think he becomes old blue eyes? Because that's got to be hurtful, right? Where it's like, I I'm blue eyes. Old and blue like, eyes to hey, just... It's old blue eyes. Yeah. Uh, and the three of you have been just exchanging these sort of furtive glances all evening, waiting for a signal for the next part of your plan to begin. And it's during one of those glances that you're interrupted, Taco, as you feel a hand on your shoulder as someone moves to your side, and you hear a voice say, Is this seat taken? Uh, No, no, ma'am, who is a stranger to me, by all means. 
And there, wearing a sharp, flashy black ensemble and wide-brimmed hat, is your twin sister, Luke. I also want to say, bold choice with the stranger thing, you do look exactly alive. <laughs> you are twins. You're twins. You see Luke, who nods at all three of you with a devious smile, and then we see all four of you as the camera pans out, showing the scope of this enormous gaming hall, and then it zooms out even further to show us the exterior of this opulent casino, and a steady crowd is pouring in as floodlights shine into the sky over a bright neon sign showcasing the name of this establishment. The Grand Grimaldus Casino. Played by Al Pacino. No, no. We're in a flashback to several nights ago. The three of you are sitting at a round table where crudely drawn blueprints of the casino are rolled out. And as you're surveying the designs, four belts equipped with some sort of mechanical device thunk down on the table and Loop joins you. Can you turn down the pump-up music a little bit? It's a little assertive. Loop says, I've brought you here today because I've got some unfinished business back in our home world that needs taken care of. (laughs) When I was younger, before I discovered how rad explosion magic can be, I used to dabble in transmutation magic, and during that period, I created something powerful, an artifact that could self-replicate, giving its owner an endless hoard of cash over time, a magically imbued $15 bill. It was, it was taken from me by Greg fucking Grimaldis. Just, just before our exit from that world, I aim to get it back. Now, he's used that seed money to become an infinitely wealthy warlord in our homeworld. And the base of his operation is this, the Grand Grimaldis Casino. I need the three of you to help me infiltrate that casino and retrieve and destroy the $15 bill. So... Anyone up for a proper casino heist? Yeah! yeah! Um, I'm going to have to look to my moral guide, Merle High Church. If we commit a crime in a different plane, does it count? Maybe. It depends. Does Stop, does stop, Greg stop, has stop no, coming. stop. Are you saying this to him as Clinton McElroy, my father... Are you saying this to him as Merle Hydrich, popular fantasy cleric? These people paid a lot of fucking money and they didn't come here to hear you be you when you're not you. Please forgive me, pain public. I say Grimaldis is a prick. Loop goes on and says, Since we took down the hunger, the barrier between realities has become impermeable. But with these belts, we'll be able to enter that reality for as long as they remain charged, which should give us a narrow 80-minute window to get in and get the artifact. (laughs) About live showling. (laughs) It is imperative that we don't get caught or we'll lose precious time in the process. Now, the first challenge is going to oh, be... Oh, shit. A stealth mission. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You've come to the right people. Most, most heists are... Oh, wait. This is post-rogue training. Yeah, you're good. 
now, the first challenge is going to be breaking into the back rooms of the casino from the gaming pit. The three of you will sit here at this blackjack table closest to the door to these back rooms. I'll do a couple laps around the pit to ensure there's no surprises waiting for us there, then join you for our assault. Now, that door is likely to be heavily guarded, so before we'll be able to make our way into the employee-only area, we'll probably have to create a distraction. Done. Following that, (laughs) the four of us will slip inside unnoticed. Any questions? Hmm. Cool. Uh, And I guess we've flashed forward back to the present. Loop winks, and it's time for the heist to begin. But like she said, before you can move into the back rooms, you need to create a distraction. What do you do, heroes? Um, I stand up, or Magnus stands up, I'm not Magnus, and points at Crush and goes, he's bottom dealing. Ooh, good. Ooh, that is good. Roll a deception check. Yeah, that ain't good. Yeah. A seven plus one and eight. No. <laughs> Just kidding! (laughs) One of the two uh, pit bosses comes over from the door that you're supposed to get through uh, and walks over and says, Crush, what seems to be the problem here? And Crush says, well, slam. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This guy's causing a big stink. I don't know why. I'm doing my best. (laughs) I'm going to try a second uh, uh, tactic here. I I told you don't is bound down. He's, hickle, hickle. he's suddenly got super fake drunk. Oh. Ah, dude, I'm totally drunk. I guess make another deception check. That's 18 plus 1, 19. <laughs> I throw up on myself to make it a little more convincing. Yeah, I think with a 19, you fake drunk so good, you just barf. <laughs> What's the game plan here, Travis McElroy? Well, my hope is that my two friends will try to drag me away because I'm clearly drunk and I can create a rocket. All right, we're in a flashback again and you are relaying that to yeah, those two. I'm going to fake drunk. Loop says, oh, I don't think this is going to work. No, I'll create a big hubbub by being like fake drunk and then you guys come Yeah, but if me we off. help you off, there's nobody left to take advantage of I'll flip the that. table so that they have to like clean it up. And there's going to be chips everywhere and money everywhere. I, I do want to say I'm so glad you decided to uh, throw yourself a UCB Herald show when I can set things on fire with my mind. <laughs> this is certainly the path of least resistance. This fucking Second City skit. You've, I think I think we've uh, I think we are flashed forward back to the back to the heist and uh, Taco seeing sort of the clumsy attempt that Magnus has clumsy. I got an idea. You did all right, uh, Taco. What do, you, what do you do to create a distraction? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I literally have a spell called Programmed Illusion that I set just for this. Okay. When, this when this failed, uh, it is... 19! Sorry? 19? I rolled a 19 and you fail! That was to puke on yourself. Yeah, and you, I puked real you good. You puked super you good. You did it, didn't he, guys? Didn't he puke like a big boy? I puked so good. Like, it did, like, spirals. What is your programmed illusion? It's uh, their boss. Old Blue Eyes? Old Blue Eyes. And he says, I'm very convinced by this puking. <laughs> and they, that's what he says. Does I, he just appear? <laughs> 
I just no. had new felt put on these he tables. Comes out of the, he comes out of the crowd. And he's like, because they were watching the puking. Okay, obviously. okay, okay. Yeah, that works. And he like comes out of the crowd. He's like, I'm very convinced by this puking. All right, this uh, this illusory dude with uh, bright blue eyes and jet black hair uh, walks through the crowd and says, "Yeah, let's uh, let's wait. What does he sound like? I don't know because I wasn't expecting him this early." Yeah, says, uh, "Oh man, we can't have a guy like this in the in the crowd with yarts all over him. What a uh, let's let's take care of this, huh? Actually, you should talk for your illusory dude you made. Probably not me." Yeah, but I don't know what he sounds like. I think I like that. I think then you don't know what he sounds like. Okay, that's going to be confusing for you folks out there, but let's give it a shot. Character voice. What are you talking? No, don't, no, 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 no. When he goes astray, it's not your job to reinforce that. Your job is to be there when he falls and help pick him back up. And sometimes that's accomplished through silence. Um, (laughs) No, I I wasn't doing a character voice. I was talking about Justin McElroy. And I think that... uh, I, I mean, it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm real, really convinced by uh, this guy's puking uh, over here. Roll a, roll a deception check. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll a deception check with the, one of the big ones. That's a natural 20. Yeah, it's flat. Ah. Did it light up? Every, everyone in the building goes, did it light up? Yeah, you it's did. flashing. It's flashing as you can uh, All right. I, I think Crush says, Boss, you sound sick, but it's definitely you. <laughs> I think with a 20, Does you actually... Just keep flashing? No, I think with okay. a 20, you just changed what Greg Grimaldus' actual voice sounds like. Okay, good. That's about right. Uh, okay, they have bought into it, and now you have this illusory Greg Grimaldus that everybody's kind of paying deference to. What's the next step in this wild plan you've concocted? Where are we trying to get to? Uh, this door that these two uh, half-olgers are were guarding. One of them peeled off to investigate the loud. Hey, listen. I don't pay you guys to not get mops when people throw up. Go get the mops. Uh, all right. Crush, slam, and the third half-olger. Who hey, are and up. listen. Bump. Get the real nice mops that we keep farther away. <laughs> the real the choice special mops. special occasion mops. The real nice choice the mops. holiday mops. The, fa- the, 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 the company mops, you know? <laughs> Luke says, whales puke. Luke says, I can't wait to see these excellent mops. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's right. And listen, I got to get him to a place where he can lay down. You don't... So that if he pukes, he chokes. You're yeah. a... St- <laughs> They're gone. You're a stranger here. <laughs> all right. This isn't your house. A... I'm a trained professional. Okay. Uh, all right. I think the half-ogres are uh, pulled away, and you are, the four of you are here with this we illusory do, we do dude. That. We, go through the, we go through the door. Okay. The, the four of you walk through this back door. What happens with your... I think your illusory Greg Grimaldus, I'm going to... It just evaporates, because otherwise this heist is going to be very, very easy. Yeah, he died. It was a short-term kind of thing. All right. The four of you make it through the door into the back rooms, and uh, the door shuts behind you. And I think as, as, uh, as you do, you hear this, like, sparking sound, and you turn around to see Loop, and she has her finger out, and it's almost like she's trying to light a, uh, uh, a what are those things? A people, settling torch? Uh, yeah, a torch, but with her finger, and she, like, fuses the lock shut so nobody else can follow you in uh, behind you. rips his uh, vomity tuxedo off. Now he's just shirtless. And there's lots of beautiful scars. 
Sure. And a Loch Ness Monster tattoo, very similar to the one I have. Uh, we're back in the flashback to a few nights ago, and Loop uh, directs your attention to the blueprints which show the back rooms behind the gaming pit, your second destination for the heist. And she says, once we make it past the pit, we'll need to work our way past the security station in the back hallways and toward the vault in the center of the casino. Now, hopefully at this point, we won't have the whole place on top of us, which should make it easy to slip past the security station's uh, large glass window looking into that hallway and towards the vault entrance around the corner. So long as we stay out of their sight lines, we should be in the clear. And we are back in the present, and sure enough, the four of you are standing in a, uh, a long hallway extending 40 feet in front of you uh, before it reaches a corner that veers off to the right. And on the left side of this hallway, there's an entrance into the casino's main security office, and just past that door is a 15-foot-long floor-to-ceiling glass divider leading into that office. And inside, you can hear several deep voices trying to communicate with security vo- forces at various points in the casino. You hear several uh, heated discussions with the crew in the pit who are dealing with the, the mess you left behind. By the way, I put that in the notes, and knowing that there would be some sort of literal mess. Uh, in order to proceed down this hallway, you need to get past that window without being detected. What do you do? I cast Insect Plague. Fuck. Fuck, that's so... No, that's the opposite! No, 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 no! No, I cast silence. No, 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 no. You do not. I cast punch dad. Order of operations. Dad's pulling a Fargo, and I want to see how it goes. You cast an insect plague. Insect plague. Where? Over the window. What the fuck? Hey, it's another one of those insect legs. <laughs> ah, God it's damn so it. normal at this point. I even am going to check it. They're not going to come in. They'll stay in the They'll control They'll come room. outside. It's Why? A- it's insects. It's a plague. Who would want to walk into that willingly? <laughs> Ooh, insects. Let's stay in here till once they again, go away. Once again, I do want to point out. I was like, oh, I'll create a distraction. And Dad's like, I'll create a thing. When we have an illusion wizard. No, we got to spread the fun around. Yeah. What I do we roll? A 20? I actually, while this was happening, like, turned invisible. We marked out my spell sheet. And walked to the other end of the hall. <laughs> and I'm just kind of, like, enjoying loops, it. Loop's already over there. She's yeah. Like, like, I'm also going to roll a stealth check because I have, let me check, plus 11. We're seeing if there's any rare Pokemon here. So, it, I mean, caught. it's a 15. It's a 4, but I have yeah, plus 11. Yeah, Magnus makes himself small and just rolls <laughs> along the length of the window and leaving Merle. Uh, and you okay. bugs just start channeling to... bugs at the window. Like a fucking, like, mummy. Bugs are all covering they come that out window. of his mouth? I'm sure they did. Right. So do this I roll as Brendan Fraser looks on for the glass window, terrified. So I roll a twenty, right? Doesn't fit. <laughs> got He's got stuck in his tower. dice tower. Your oh big boy! Dice got stuck in the tower. Also, thanks to whoever made these. Didn't look the name up. We'll know it after intermission. Sorry about that. It got stuck in the tower, though. That's fantastic. Okay. okay. So how about if? Enough. No, wait, what is it? What's the dice? Seven. Okay. Jesus. And I add that to my modifier. And what's that off the top of your head? Eight. My modifier is eight. So it's 15. People right? who know more you know about what? D&D, does that sound like a thing? Eight? Yeah. Does that sound tasty to you? So Five? Five feels like writer to me. 
And the insects only cover the bottom third of the window, and since I'm short, I just walk right on past. Wait, hold on. Yeah. You don't get to dictate how it goes. I cast it. All right, I'm going to roll a constitution saving throw for all the guards in this room real quick. I'm trying to make this happen. That's a four plus... (sighs) Fuck off. There's no... I had no number prepared for this. Uh, That is... I'm going to say that's insufficient. What I think happens is uh, bugs are covering this window, and while they cover the window, you sprint past, but you hear voices inside go, what the fuck? (laughs) And start to come outside. Uh, And as they do, they are swarmed by bugs and say, oh no, (laughs) and shut the door and start talking into their, uh, their radios to the other guards throughout the casino, and pretty soon you hear pounding at the door that Loop just fused shut. We out. We out the door. We're okay. down. Elevator. Whatever's there, we're doing. I, it, wor- it worked. <laughs> There's a certain level of awareness now, uh, but I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it right now. As you reach the end of the hallway and turn the corner, uh, Magnus, you bump into someone. A small man in his early 20s with bushy red hair, dressed in the security uniform you've seen several other members of the casino staff wearing to this point. And he looks aghast as you run into him. I begin to punch him. But I don't complete it. He leans back and he, before you punch him, he says, come on. Uh, That's why I said I begin to punch him because I know you're up to something. He says, hey, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be back here. This isn't anybody. You know, I don't think old Blue Eyes wants y'all to be back here, right? Wait a minute. Are the three of you in the middle of a heist? That is so cool. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, good. My name's Terry. I, I work here. What's y'all's names? Magnus Burnside. <laughs> I'm rolling some bones on you, Terry. Are you the one that made all the bugs come out? I heard about the no, bugs. No, no, that's no, me. No, no, no. George Cluvey. <laughs> I listen, guys. I think Terry's cool. Terry, my it's name Terry. is Angus McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> you can write that down. In your notes. And if the police show up later... Later. (laughs) Tell them it was me, the thievery kid. (laughs) (laughs) He says, well, my name's Terry uh, Angus. With a P? Silent P at the beginning or no? Just regular? Like pterodactyl. Pateri. Pateri. Like the character from Pee-wee's Playhouse. (laughs) I see. No, Fantasy Pee-wee's Playhouse. Just Big T Terry. All right, Big T Terry. You seem cool. Are you cool? I'm super cool. I, I work here, but it sucks. It's a shit job. Old Blue Eyes doesn't pay us very well. My benefits are just straight garbo. Yeah. If y'all are doing a heist, let me get up in this heist. I can help get you into the vault, and maybe we can split could the... you Could you pretend to have a different voice if you're going to stay with us for an extended period of time? <laughs> Says, why did I help get y'all into the vault? And then we can split the loot yeah, but five maybe ways. Drop it an octave or two. Um, I can help. <laughs> no, nah, it's worse. Can I do? Can I do? And I, I don't know. D and D doesn't have good like things for this, but um, can I do like 
an intelligence check to get a vibe on Terry. Insight. It's insight. It has a literal one for this. Don't shit on D&D. It has a literal. It's a one. That's a one. Yeah. I don't get shit off of Terry's, that. Terry's, Terry's, Terry, well, a one. Terry is. <laughs> Terry's Terry. Terry. It's just Terry. He's an, and even that is like somewhat He's an inscrutable unclear. cloud, man. Right. He says, I can get you into, the, into the, the vault. We'll just split the loot five ways. What do you say? I rolled a 19 insight on Terry. Yeah, Terry wants to get you up in that vault. All you right. know what? We can definitely split the loot five ways. You know what, Merle? We don't have to say it like that. <laughs> well, we... I did. Ignore I mean, him. He's I melting. I did. Thank you. But yes. Yes, Terry, you're in. You're our... Welcome to the squad. Fifth. Tacos five. <laughs> <laughs> Terry leads uh, the four of you around uh, the corner at the end of the hallway, and you see a large round door leading into the vault uh, at the end of that hallway. Uh, And flanking that large door are two panels, one with a loudspeaker and another one with a card slot. Uh, And on the right side of this hallway is a row of like 20 lockers or so, each one uh, emblazoned with the names of members of uh, various security personnel. You see we Crush and Slam pretty and sure Cram. in the mining thing. Oh, shit, we did do this in the mining one. This is different, 20 lockers. <laughs> <laughs> Upon further inspection, the two panels flanking the door seem to be some sort of lock uh, on the door of the vault access corridor. Uh, or just the, the vault. Uh, the, the panel on the left has a button next to the speaker, which you assume to be some sort of voice lock. Uh, and the other is a slot for some sort of key card. Uh, and sure enough, because you're working with Terry, he walks over to the key card slot, takes a key card out of his vest or whatever, and slides it through, and it turns green. Griffin? Yes? Did you invent Terry because we weren't moving fast enough through this mission? <laughs> Hi, my name is Real Terry. <laughs> I was definitely playing this. Part of me assumed you would just kill Terry instantly, which, in my defense, you almost did. I almost did. Uh, Terry walks after uh, getting the green light on the card slot. He walks over to the uh, the speaker panel and he says, "Could you all give me a little space, please? Just back up a few feet. This part's kind of embarrassing." Are we sure we trust sure. Put Terry? I roll. I got 19. Yeah, I trust he's Terry. Good. He says, I'm with Terry. Hashtag my, I'm with Terry. I didn't pick my password and it's embarrassing. I don't want you to hear it. Can you please give me some space? and some No shit? can do, Terry. No, it's fine. Okay. Give some space. Okay. Yeah, we won't listen. He walks over to the, you, he walks over to the, uh, the keypad and he kind of cups his mouth around it. Wait, hold on. Uh, I want to cast uh, a spell that puts an eye over there so I can hear him. Okay. Then uh, I would put an wait, ear what? over there to hear it. I want, yeah, put a... He sees, an he, he sees you start to channel a spell, and he says, My password is Turkey Boy, okay? There we go. Arcane Eye was He says, Greg, Greg saw me eating a turkey sandwich on my first day, and he just wouldn't shut up about it. It doesn't even make any sense. It's not even a good slam. God, I hate Greg Grimaldus. Loop is cracking up. <laughs> She's like crying, laughing. She's like, turkey boy. Oh, man. Greg Grimaldus is a total dick, but that's good stuff right there. <laughs> and Terry- good stuff, turkey? I guess. Don't! Please! Wow. You only have to deal with it for this hour and 20 minutes. We I'm have to live so with it. I'm so glad you all got your tickets are... for free in a sweepstakes. These are my people. 
Terry unlocks the voice speaker and a bell chimes and the vault door starts sliding open. And he says, no, I've never actually been in the vault because I'm not allowed in the vault. Uh, All casino employees are fitted with a security chip that prevents them from entering certain areas. Again, this job fucking sucks. But you should be able to find what you're looking for in there. Don't worry, I'll stand guard here and keep everyone else out. Thanks, Terry. This is for you. Yeah, and I punch him. Oh, my God. I need to knock him out so he doesn't get in trouble. I don't want people to know that he was an accomplice. So you're going to physically assault him? Yeah. I can I. But it was only 13. He dodges out of the way of your. So maybe just the black eye. He doesn't go unconscious. You try to punch him, and you definitely do try to punch him. I try to punch him again. No, hold on. Oh, He he says, "I see what you're doing," and he punches himself in the face. Perfect. Okay, but I did get him on the third time, so he's got two black eyes. Okay, great. This is good. I love all of this. (laughs) I could kill him. Uh, No. You probably couldn't. Loose lips sink ships. All right. We are already robbing the place. The four of you start to walk into the vault, and he says, Oh, my God, I almost forgot. Um, Everything in Greg's vault is cursed, so that if anyone tries to leave the premises with it, it'll explode in a pretty terrible fashion. Uh, How terrible? Pretty bad. He he starts rooting around in his bag, and he pulls out this uh, small device. It almost looks like one of those metal detector wands that security personnel at like airports and big events might use. And he hands it to you, uh, Merle. God, God damn it! Why did you pick Merle? It's the best. Uh, and he says, he says, if you touch this, anything you want to take out of here, it'll dispel the curse. It is Merle. He grabs your face. It is super important that you remember to do this, okay? I can't take, I can't take 20% of some sort of exploded treasure, okay? Whoa, did we say 20? That is a fifth. But did we say that? As you start to negotiate the details, the, uh, the vault door swings shut behind you as you hear Terry shout, Good luck, don't forget about that wand, I love you. <laughs> A little fast, but all right. And now we are flashed back uh, to a few nights ago, uh, and uh, she uh, loop points at the blueprints again, just past the security hallway, and uh, toward the large vault chamber on the map. And she says, "I also, I just want to jump in. Picture Barry bringing like a tray of hot chocolate. Like, you guys need anything? You guys good? In- <laughs> what are you guys doing in here? Don't worry about it, Barry. All we're, right? good, we're good, babe." Uh, once we make it through the security corridor, we should have access to the vault right here. I'm not sure why Greg made it so easily accessible. Maybe dude just likes having quick access to all his ill-gotten gains. But we'll breach the room, locate the $15 bill, and with any luck, teleport home before we get caught. Now, listen. This is a matter of honor. We are just there for the $15 bill. Nothing else. She says, I'm... I kind of like Taka kind of like puts his fist up like except she shakes her she shakes her head she says I'm serious we're not going to steal anything else while we're in there and then we flash back forward to the present and Loop says I'm going to steal absolutely everything in here <laughs> yeah that's my sister the four 
The four of you are standing in the casino's vault, a 15-foot-wide and long room, lit brightly overhead by fluorescence. In the middle of this chamber, a tall cauldron sits on the floor, nearly overflowing with thousands of shiny gold coins. The walls to the east and west are lined with armaments hanging from decorative plaques, and in the back of the room is a statue of Greg Grimaldus carved out of stone. The statue is intricately, intricately crafted, showing Greg wearing a lavish tuxedo, and his facial features are clearly defined, and his two big, wide eyes are looking down at the rest of the vault. So the statue's going to come to life, right? <laughs> we can all agree the statue's going to... And I, I'd also like to point out, Griffin, that when I did something similar in the recent arc, I had a picture that what I gave f- to everybody of the map, and, you know... My words are my pictures. <laughs> Uh, his facial features are clearly defined, save for his two hollow eyes, which look down at the rest of the room with amusement. Sitting at the statue of Greg's feet is a small chest. What do you do? Tell me more about the armaments. Uh, yeah, they just look, they look mostly decorative, but it's axes and swords. Some of them are made of silver. Uh, some of them are made of gold. Mm. I'll do, uh, you know what? I'll do uh, an arcana check. All right. To see if I sense any... Magical. <laughs> Higgledy piggledy. That's a natural 20. Yeah. That's the scoop on magic. Uh, with a 20. Those dice, by the way, from Think Geek, and apparently they're weighted. Yeah. Config. <laughs> yeah. uh, everything is magical. And schools of magic are probably what I would define with a okay, 20. Okay, okay. I think I'd be getting some like transmutation, evocation. Uh, trap know. magic. Trap is magic. Good. Yeah. I love that fucking sound, dude. Yeah, yeah. When I get down to Ibiza, all I nice want snares. is fucking trap yeah, magic, sure. baby. <laughs> fucking blaze it, dude. Can't get loud enough. Yeah, sure. All right. I Start have... touching things. Wait a minute. No, wait. wait Hold on. I he ha- said trap magic. I assume. Did you say it? Guys, it's trap magic. Thank you. I want you to picture like a poo in, in the lot like whoop. Yeah, yeah. So is this the curse he mentioned? You, you have no about? way of knowing what any of that is. But Well, you're maybe? here. He could just ask you. I have. I'm like, I'm like a magic guy. This is true. Are you? All evidence to the contrary. Um, I am going to... Mm, at the chest. Yes. I want to do uh, an investigation on the chest. Do you know what's amazing? What? What's amazing? How slow we're moving right now, how the momentum well, of the show is. It's a 18 plus uh, 8. Uh, the chest is trapped, not magically, but with a uh, wire on the inside. It's a more hey. This chest thing. is trapped. Can you use your rogue? Yeah, perversions. <laughs> I have thief tools uh, proficiency times two. Yeah, so you'll just roll a, a, a d twenty, and you'll add your proficiency bonus twice. Thirteen. To it. Plus eight, 21. Yeah, that's good. You get in there and you uh, sort of slip your, your tools around the wire and you sort of unspool it uh, really expertly. I'm doing it. Yeah, okay. And the chest, and the chest pops open and no uh, trap is sprung. What the, what, you're doing the, you're doing, doing the goofy Devil movie, you're doing the goofy Devil movie Devil Ultimate Six. Cast. If we listen to each other's hearts. Fine, we're never too uh, far apart. And maybe that is the reason why, for the first time ever, we're seeing it eye to eye. 
God, I love that movie. Within the, within the chest, please stop. Within the chest, you see a red cushion housing a circle of gemstones. Arranged in that pattern are a pair of the following Drop emeralds. Of my die. Emeralds, opaz, opaz, opaz is nothing. Opaz, guys, cross between opal and topaz. This one's really rare. I've never even heard of this one. We gotta steal it first. Emeralds, o- emeralds, opals, topazes, sapphires, diamonds, and rubies. Sapphires, rubies. <laughs> Maybe doobies. Were... Oh my god, there's beautiful doobies. Do you doobies see how here. the clock says three minutes on it? And you're... I actually don't have visibility on the clock. Okay, it's... What is it now? Holy shit. Emeralds, opals, topazes, sapphires, diamonds, and rubies. Okay, the order there's of... a puzzle here. We yeah. have to get them. What's the order? Is the order of those important? Is it alphabet? What is... Okay, let's talk about the... There the is an order. Diamonds. Okay, rubies. yes, go. Dr. Pepper. Diamonds, rubies. Popaz. The, oh, right, wait, rubies, what about topaz, the chemical composition emerald, of diamonds? Do- and diamonds, rubies, topaz, donut. R. What if it's Ruby Tuesday? Ruby Tuesday. I think you missed this part too. There's two of each of them. Okay. okay. Diamond, okay. diamond, topaz, topaz, opaz, opaz, topaz, diamond, diamond, type, and diamond, diamond. So it's diamond, topaz, emerald, ruby, diamond, heart topaz, stars, horseshoes, clovers, and balloons. <laughs> Just give me the stones one more time, Griff. Emeralds. Give me the stones. Wait. Emeralds. E. Oh, it's not the letters. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's colors. Opals, topaz. Green, Sapphires. Orange, purple. Diamonds and rubies. Striped. Diamonds don't really fit into like a... Plaid. Diamonds don't fit into like a rainbow oh. kind of thing, a prismatic situation. It's the most you take hardness so scale. In the room, it's the most hardness scale. Just an alarm sounds because you've been in here for so long without solving the trap. And I grab all the stones and put them in my bag. Okay, I disarmed the trap. Uh, it doesn't matter. This is a time alarm because the three of you are dipshits. <laughs> Uh, quick, as, Merle, as, Merle as, use the wand on my bag, quick. Quick, I, I use the wand in his bag, and yep. immediately... Moving on. Uh, the alarm does shut off, but you assume that to actually be Terry's doing? Nice. Uh, but the... Sick uh, Terry! The, tr- the magical trap has been sprung, and gold has begun pouring out of the cauldron in the center of the room, clattering to the ground below, almost as if it's multiplying rapidly, uh, threatening to flood the room that you're standing in. It's up to your ankles, uh, what do you do? Also, the chest, uh, I'll give you this because we gotta move on. Uh, the chest has an arrow pointing upwards to the statue of Greg Grimaldus. Does Greg have these gems somewhere on him? He does not. Greg Grimaldus, a statue carved of stone. The statue is intricately crafted, showing Greg wearing a lavish tuxedo, and his facial features are clearly defined, save for his two hollow eyes, which look down at the rest okay. of the room. But the sapphires. But then we put the sapphires in there. Sapphires in his eyes. Sapphires in his eyes. All right. That's mine. That's mine. Yeah, I got it first. Yeah, Clint solved it. Sapphires in his eyes. The gold reaches up to your knees as you place the sapphires into the statue's eyes, and it raises up out of the floor, displacing a pile of gold as it lifts up. And underneath it, you see what looks like an elevator car attached to the bottom of a statue. The doors. Yeah, elevators. Fuck yeah. The doors of the car. I use the pocket workshop to get a bunch of gold in there. Uh, okay, you scoop some gold into the pocket workshop. Like a lot. I put it over the, the cauldron as it just... Uh, the doors of the car open up, allowing a few hundred gold coins to spill inside, allowing you access to the car. Uh, and How as much it, gold do you think is in the pocket workshop? 3,000 gold pieces. That's, Lou, that's, Lou, that's a lot nice. of gold! 
Loop, nice. Loop says, uh, I'm guessing this is some sort of decoy vault, Grimaldus, you slippery shit. Well, we're already in it. You know, I say we keep pushing on. And she walks over to the elevator car. Yeah, let's do it. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, we've only got... Oh, negative 46 seconds. Uh-oh. The four of you step into the elevator car and the glass door back into the vault closes in front of you. Uh, and just as you see the gold... Uh, just as you see the door back into the hallway, uh, you, you hear people starting to pound at it. Uh, the elevator moves. Uh, also, inside the gold that's on the floor, you see a golden shark fin pop up and start to swim towards you. That was just a cool part of this trap that I thought was going to get sprung earlier, but I didn't get to use it. But right as the shark is about to reach you, this cool gold shark, he was going to like pull you in under the gold and it was going to be a fun thing, but so, it didn't So happen. far in Magroy Cannon, glass shark, gold shark. Yeah, we're doing all the sharks. This elevator car doesn't move down. The floor simply disappears beneath your feet. And you're all falling with a shower of golden coins close behind. Don't. I know I said... What? So it's no, golden. What? And it's a shower. What you fear to be a deadly <laughs> trap quickly reveals itself to be something more innocuous. You're on a long golden slide, right. spiraling downwards through rings of silvery light. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, and your trip ends Is as there you like s- sonic music playing? Yes. Da, 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 da. And you're sliding through the, the last ring of light. And now the four of you are falling into this enormous room, five times the size of the decoy vault you were just in. And after falling 20 feet or so uh, off the end of the slide, your landing is cushioned by a huge pile of paper, but not just any paper. Beneath you and piled up against the walls of this room in these tall slopes are mountains of $15 bills. These piles lead downward to the center of the room where the bills have been swept away into a circular clearing. And in the center of that clearing is a large 10-foot-tall slot machine. It looks much older than the others you saw in the gaming pit. It's made of ornate wood and heavy iron plating. And Loop, when you crash down into the the money, she says, we're close, but I don't think any of these are the original. We have to find the first $15 bill if we want to shut down this whole operation. And she slides, she sleds down the the cash pile towards the slot machine in the center of the room. Ooh, paper cuts. I'm just going to go turbo speed now. As the four of you approach the giant ancient slot machine, Loop turns towards the rest of you and she says, anyone else want to handle this? I'm not feeling particularly lucky today. Yeah, I don't know who the... I'll do it. All right. I don't think All right, Merle. Merle. Yeah, Merle does it. Merle, you walk up and pull the lever of the slot machine and the yeah. three wheels inside start spinning, showing colorful flashes of cherries, sevens, gold coins, and $15 bills. And it starts chiming out this high, high-pitched sound, uh, like this tinkling noise. And then the wheels come to a sudden stop and three symbols align on the display. Skulls. And a window slides open above the slots and a light flickers on inside that window and you see a face with jet black hair and sideburns and a wide grin punctuated with one gold tooth and two bright blue eyes. And seeing this face inside the slot machine, Loop gasps, and you hear the voice of Greg Grimaldus boom throughout the vault. What did he fucking sound? He's like a heavy viewer. You didn't think it was going to be that easy, did you? Yeah. And the slot machine starts lifting up slowly from the ground as two thick wooden legs sprout from its base. And two long arms and a mechanical head sprout from its top. And while this slot machine transforms into this imposing figure, Greg speaks and says, You didn't think I knew you'd be back someday, Loop? 
You didn't think I'd know the second you crossed the threshold of this casino? You and your brother, you've always been too proud. And you know what they say about pride. Like, what it comes before. (laughs) And Loop... In the dictionary? (laughs) And Loop... And Loop smirks, and her hands catch fire, and she says, You know what? I take it back. And she turns towards Greg, and she says, I am feeling lucky. We're going to take an intermission now so we can all go use the bathroom, and we'll be back. There are posters out in the lobby. There's posters out in the one. lobby, and also bathrooms everywhere. Not everywhere. Bye. Where the Don't bathrooms use are. the bathroom everywhere. Bye. We'll be right back. What's up? I'm back. So I want to tell you about some of our sponsors this week so I can let you get back to the rest of our thrilling adventure hour. That's a different show. But anyway, thank you so much for tweeting about the show using the The Zonecast hashtag. We sure do appreciate you helping to spread the word. In December, we're just going to be putting up live shows uh, while we prep for the onslaught of weekly uh, experiment episodes starting in January. So uh, here in two weeks, we are, which is going to be the 28th, we are going to put up our Tacoma live show, which, spoiler alert, is kind of a candle night spectacular. I was very, very happy with how it turned out. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, still share the show. It sure means a lot to us. We don't pay to advertise the show at all, and so word of mouth is the only way that we grow, and we, we sure do appreciate you for, for, for helping us grow like you have. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis Macroy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer Travis Macroy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone 
and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, scheduled to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that. Go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin. And 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Got a few Jumbotrons here. Uh, this one is for Barks, Samwise, Martimus, and the J5 crew. And it's from the Wagman, who says, Stop spiking the beer. You bubble butt boys may... Oh, man, there's a lot of stuff going on here. You bubble butt boys, it may or may not be the anniversary of the day you came out of your mom. Lots of love. What the... What was it? What did it mean? Please stop sending a secret deep web activation codes over this podcast. Uh, congratulations. I think it's maybe a birthday. Like all these people were born at the same time on the same day. That's a unique way to compose a D&D group, but I am absolutely here for it. Uh, I got another message for Alex Kelly, and it's from Micah, who says, Happy anniversary to the most amazing girlfriend on the planet. You are the best thing that's ever happened to me. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. You're my moon and stars, my willow girl, and I love you more and more each day. Thank you for loving me and letting me love you. Thank you for letting me be a part of both of the loves, just sort of in the middle of it, uh, siphoning it off for energy. I was I started to I I've been having a cold past couple of days. It literally cleared up because of the heat of your love radiation. And that got a little bit weird, so I'm gonna back off of that. Uh, I want to thank Maximum Fun for having us. You can go to MaximumFun.org, check out all the great podcasts there, shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself and Judge John Hodgman and the Beef and Dairy Network and One Bad Mother and so many great shows all at MaximumFun.org or check out the other stuff that we do uh, at McElroy Shows. Dot com. I have no idea why I said my last name like that. Mac Elroy. Um, so, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, here's a quick promo, and then we're going to get to the rest of the episode. And then in two weeks, we'll have our Tacoma show. And then after that, Weekly Taz for a little while. But Weekly Taz. Bye. Hey, Helen Hong. Yes, J. Keith Van Stratton? What's the difference between a layover and a stopover? I have no idea. What's the difference between optimal and optimum? I have no idea. What's the difference between an actual conversation and a promo for our new show on Maximum Fun, Go Fact Yourself? No 
nobody has any idea. Go Fact Yourself, the game show with celebrity contestants, super smart experts, and answers to questions you've never even asked. Listen twice a month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And be in the audience for our tapings of Go Fact Yourself in downtown L.A. It's free. Go to GoFactYourPod.com for more info. We're having a very realistic conversation. Yes, we are. Let's we were tapestry. Initiative. There we go. That's a nine for hoops. That is 17. <laughs> well, that's, that, that's not actually that helpful because that just means you have to take the initiative first. You didn't actually do. I rolled a 20. Give me okay. a little freaking credit. Okay. Uh, Merle goes first. Merle, you are standing in front of this uh, 10-foot-tall slot machine sort of mech with uh, Greg Grimaldis inside of it. What do you do? I cast Guardian of Faith. Oldie but a goodie. What's that one do? That creates a giant Delarice. Sure. And giant Delarice, any creature that hostile is hostile to you that moves to a space within 10 feet of us for the First time on a turn must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Gotcha. So there, she just stands there. She just stands there. Yeah, just stands there. Look, and she's got this look on her face. Okay. It's an audio podcast. Uh, Greg Grimaldis is up next, uh, and I guess he's going to roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, that is an eleven, which is not going to beat your spellcasting nope. modifier. So roll that, roll that beautiful bean footage. The creature takes 20 radiant damage. Oh, okay. On a failed save. That's what, what that was. So good. <laughs> the slot machine robot reaches up one of its arms and pulls the lever, and uh, the slots start spinning, and it lands on three $15 bills. Uh, and when that happens, this big pile that's just all around the room, pressed up against the walls of this room, uh, you see a shape start to take form inside of this cache. Uh, and this big face with two hands emerges, this 20-foot-tall face of money with these two big money hands uh, takes shape. And the money monster, another classic, it's just George Clooney fest up in here. Yeah. Uh, will act next and is going to slam one of those big fists down on Taco. Come on. Taco, that is a 19 versus AC. That's going to um, do As it. a protection fighter, disadvantage, re-roll that okay. shit. That is a 15 versus AC. Uh, that's still going to do okay. it. Okay. I'm dressed in rags. Remind me to is... get you a better hat. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that is 21 points of money damage as it Ooh. slams a big money fist down on you. That is, it's, uh, it is money. Great. Next in the order is Magnus. Um, so, first, tell me more about these wooden legs. Are they tree-like? They were formerly trees. Yeah. Okay, that is a 24. Shit. I rolled a 14, I get plus 10. Okay. I only do one thing. Um, and then that is uh, 9 plus 5, 14 points of damage, and I cleave a leg in half. 
Yeah, I think one of the legs is just gone. And, okay. Uh, and then with my second attack... I can bet. I can guess. I'm going to attack the money monster with my flaging, flaming, raging, poisoning sword <laughs> of two. Oh, shit. Flaging. And... Okay, one... One small uh, note. My flaming yeah. raging poison sort of tomb that I do let you use. The money monster with tacos from the taco ring. library. It's got the stamp on it. it. Says, "Please return to if you from, die again." Stolen from. It did not go through the dice tower. It does not count. Okay, great. Because that was a twenty-nine. Yes. Um, so that's 1d8, that's 2 plus 24, so 26 points of damage, and I assume because it's money and it's yeah, fire. Yeah, it's actually 52 points of damage. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you swipe. A very the, good sword, Connor, a very good Con- sword. It's not Colin. 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 No, no. Colin is here tonight. The Colin, Colin are you here? The Colin, are you here? Thank you, Colin. You crushed it with this you, very good sword. Colin. If you see a kid dressed like Angus going, that's yeah, not going to narrow it down. Colin, where are you, Colin? Colin, we're pointing up. Can we get some house lights for a second? House lights. House lights, t- Colin on blast right now? Wait a minute. Uh, there he is. Now, don't drop your... There he is. Hey, everybody, look. Don't hold him up over don't the balcony. Oh, Jesus. The end. Jesus. You went all Michael Jackson yeah, on him there, yeah. dangling put, him put, over the edge. Put all blanket right. down. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. 52 points of damage. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Colin. Points. Thank These you. These are your 52 points of damage that, uh, that, I, yeah, that you gave to me and I loaned to him. Uh, and you see this big flaming streak go up the money monster's chest. Uh, and it roars as it takes this huge hit. And then the fire starts to spread throughout the money surrounding the room. Uh-oh. That's Taco's fire. <laughs> Next in the order is Taco. Taco, you have a one-legged, slightly damaged uh, slot machine in front of you and a, uh, a money monster who is on fire and sort of flailing around and also the room's catching on fire. Pretty good heist. Where am I? <laughs> Where am I in relation to the money monster? Uh, you're the, the slot machine monster is like between you and them. You're about 30 feet away from them, I'd say. Okay. Well, I'll run around him. Okay. And over to the money monster. I'm going to do an attack of opportunity on you. It's fine. It's just some damage. <laughs> Uh, that's a 17 versus AC? Yeah, how much damage would you like to give me? 17 points of damage. That's a very good amount of damage, thank you. Yeah. Don't worry, canonically, I can't die. <laughs> Actually, we're after the events of the recorded Adventure Zone but so far, so death is... Magnus's bedside! Oh, shit, okay. Magnus it's a spoiler, shut up! Okay. Jesus. Okay. And you do, have a rather, you do have a rather accomplished healer in your party. Of course. But of hey, course. Loop. Well, okay. Now I'm, not, now I'm nervous. <laughs> um, all right. But I'm going to get over there, and I'm going to cast Wall of Ice to create a hemispheric dome uh, with a radius of 10 feet uh, made of ice uh, around near myself and the money monster in the fire to try to put that situation out. Are you trying to capture yourself in this ice sphere? Or? No, no, Griffin. I didn't that would so. be ill-advised, I okay. think. Uh, I think what I'm going to do as a sentient being who wants to preserve its own life 
and wants to preserve canon, frankly. Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll cast that in a 10, ten foot sphere centered on the money monster. Okay. Uh, so Did you just do it? it? Is, excuse me? I'm going to make a dexterity saving throw. And on a failed save, you will take some amount of damage. Okay. I'm very sorry. Uh, I did roll a 19 plus 4, a 23. Okay, that's higher than my modifier. Sure. So... It'll take so some we'll damage, though. this point out. Roll again. Girl. No. no wait, It'll it's... take some damage. Yeah, you're going to take 5d6 damage. Oh, fuck. 6, 10, 11... 14, 17. Okay. Some. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, the money monster looks very bad. You create this wall of ice, but it leaps over it and, and takes some damage from like the jagged icicle shards on top of it uh, that, that scrape into it. Uh, and it lands in front of you, separated now from the big money pile. So it is sort of separated from its life force, I guess. Uh, but the, uh, the fire is still starting to spread around the money in the room, mm. uh, creating a, some, some smoke that is now pouring up to the ceiling. Okay. Uh, next up is Loop, who says... Oh, she says, does everyone like Loop? <laughs> <laughs> More than us? Yeah. <laughs> she says... Security! She says, well, uh... If it's already on fire, and she casts Flame Blade, uh, you evoke a fiery blade in your free hand. The blade is similar in size and shape to a scimitar and lasts for the duration. Uh, I want you to picture Magnus going, Hey, 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 you, 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 sing, I, sing I, hat, I, sing ah! hat. Uh, she stabs the Flame Blade into the money monster and pulls it up uh, and hits it for... Uh, 18, which is 36 points of fire damage. The And the money monster is cut in half, and half of it just burns away into smoke, and now it's just half... It's a kind now of it's a, 750. It's a much smaller... It's a much smaller money monster. Now it's made of euros. <laughs> euros are actually doing better than the dollar. Oh, really? Is I don't know. Next in the order is... Next in the order is Merle High Church. This has been our finance show. What is money? Mass healing word. Okay. I'm going to... Wait a minute. Has anybody Only taken damage? Only Taco's been hurt. Well, then I think it's appropriate that I would waste this spell on just that. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't. No, go for it. Do what you want. I'll cast mass healing word. Okay. As I call out words of restoration. <laughs> go, team, go! <laughs> um, Very good. Up to six creatures of your choice that you can see within range regain hit points equal to 1d4. The money monster looks at you pleadingly like... Oh. oh I can't wow. talk, but it's like... Oh. <laughs> no. No. I guess I do. I have to specify. I guess I'm just gonna... the good guy. There's the good, the good part of the team. The the your friends. Yeah, just the good part of my team. That's and the that's... tiniest dice. How do you? Oh, two plus my spell modifier, which is eight. Thank you. Eight. Ten. Everybody's healed for ten points of damage. All right, Magnus feels exactly the same. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I don't guess a thank you would kill you, would it? Thanks. Thanks for the fucking Ludens. (laughs) 
10 whole points you shouldn't have. My migraine disappeared. <laughs> uh, next up is Greg Grimaldis, and the wheels spin, and he gets all sevens uh, across the dial. We Hooray! Win. And Magnus, uh, the, the slot machine bot, points a fist at you, and a rocket punch comes flying. I point a fist back and punch back. Uh... That is a 26 versus AC. That's a nat you can't one. You punch during my punch. That was a nat one. It was here. a nat one. Okay. Uh, 26 VAC. Mm, it's a yeah. fucking hit. Uh, with its uh, sevens attack, it punches you for 77 points of damage. I am going to use... Hold on. I'm going to use Perry. Okay. Hey, it's Perry. What did you need? Oh, shit. Heard you, I heard you getting the shit kicked out of you. What's up? This room's super fucking on fire. I Damn. gotta get out of here. Hey, listen. I'm gonna reduce it by eight. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice! a different number when I was in college. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. Next, I am next. I by am the way, barely putty. By the way, Colin and I apologize yeah, for saying shit. fuck earlier. Yeah, a lot of bad again, stuff. Again, you just did say it again. That was wrong. Okay. Do not, I'm right. not a role model. Stop, obviously. Uh, next, obviously. In the, next in the order is Magnus. You just got rocket punched for so much damage. Uh-huh. Uh, 69 points of damage. <laughs> we did it. We did the joke already. We did it. Uh, I'm going to attack. Like, I don't know. This isn't, this isn't Price is Right. Don't need your help. I'm going to attack it with weapons. Do it. Go. <laughs> Bib on it. Um, you know what? What? Chicken butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, going to rail uh, the other leg. Okay. Uh, it's oh, a six no. plus God. ten. Sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate. Listen, I am so glad that many of you were overserved at dinner. <laughs> if we could all just kind of pump the, the interactions this way, that would be great. Thank you. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, sixteen hit, hits this. Uh, it this, does? this one leg. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Okay, Why not? cool. It's a leg. It's just a leg. Uh, seven plus five, twelve. All right. And I cleave it in twain. Yep, that leg's gone too. Now the robot's just sort of sitting on the ground, relaxing. <laughs> and I'm going to attack Money Monster with the Flaming Raging Monster too. Okay. It's a two. What has happened to you? Uh, that's a m- I've become observed. That's a miss? <laughs> oh, I mean... The truth will out in Nashville. Uh, that's a miss. Uh, and then I'm going to use uh, my extra attack. Yeah, sure. I thought there was... There we go. That's a 14 plus 10. It's 24. Yes. On the money monster? Yes. It had one hit point left. It just... Exp- it, it was one single dollar bill, just kind of like, I'm just a bill. Yes. Oh, fuck. 
Uh, the money monster is vanquished, but the fire uh, on the outside walls of the room is like, it's taken up like half the room. It and with my extra attack, uh, my action surge, I get an extra attack? Yes. Okay. Don't help him. I'm going to throw my chance lance to wedge one of the wheels in place. There's no wheels. Oh, okay. Okay, there are wheels. The 15 plus 10, 25. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, roll, roll damage on that. That's an 8 plus, uh, plus 5, 13. Uh, yeah, 13 points of damage. Okay. Uh, cool. The, uh, I think a, like a spring just like pops out of this old slot machine monster. Kind of like if it was an old-timey cartoon. <laughs> My colon! A... Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I didn't think you would make it back to me. I thought you would all have this sorted out. I think I'll, uh... Uh, fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I did have that pulled no, but up. Right. Don't help, but thank you. <laughs> that was what I was going to do. I mean, it's a big wood thing. It's almost dead. I'll just go ahead and throw a fireball at it. Dexterity saving throw. No. 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 It's 86. Look. 19. 19 points of damage. 19 points of damage. Uh, can, I paint, can I paint a picture with my words? Yeah, please You do. always uh, do. As you start to channel this fireball, you feel loop up against your back, and you feel her actually conjuring a fireball at the same time as the two of you fucking Jesse and James from Pokemon style. Throw two fireballs at the slot machine monster that spiral around each other and slam into it at the same time. It's like one's blue and one's red. And yeah, it's like, yeah, hitting it for uh, 38 points of damage. Nice. Um, it is still up, but it looks really bad off. And also, it's a little bit on fire, so you hear Greg Grimaldi inside going like, Oh, oh, beans. <laughs> Also, this room is now completely on fire. The walls of this room are just surrounded by flame. And it's actually... All three of you make a constitution saving throw as uh, you are choking down smoke. my strong suit. Is that dangerous? 17. Hey, everybody, this is a PSA. Fire smoke, super-duper dangerous, and... 19 for me. Okay, 22. You okay? 19. Okay, everybody's fine. Uh, Back up to the top of the order... (laughs) <laughs> it's, you breathe, it's delicious. You do vape tricks with the smoke. <laughs> cotton. Yes. Yes, cotton. Cotton indeed. Cotton uh, indeed. Next in the order is Merle High Church. Go with this. Oh, God. Fuck! Go with this. I ask Greg which one is the real $15 bill. And I cast Zone of Truth. So it doesn't burn up. Y'all, no joke. This is the most proud I've ever been of my dog. Very good. Not because he used it well, but because he found a justifiable way to use it at all. Uh, Thank you very much. I, I rolled love a, you, Daddy. I rolled a seven, and Gregor Mulder says, yeah, I got it in here. It's in here with me, in this locket around my neck. Well, Greg, if you want us to save you, you got to give it to us. Okay, I like that. He says... I mean, I'm sorry. Greg, if you want us to save you... Thank you. You got to give it to us. And oh, remember, you. Griffin, you are in a zone of truth. He says, no, I think I'm just going to punch you right now. And then he punches you right now. He's telling the truth. 
I, did, I thought we burned his arms what? off. You burned his leg. You cut his legs off. How's he going to reach He's me? He's got big arms. I dodge. Yeah. I weave. I step back. <laughs> uh, that is only a nine versus AC. No, I'm sorry. That doesn't hurt me at all. Okay, he tries to punch you and fails very badly. Right. He says, I feel, em- I feel embarrassed in front of all of you. I don't like how on fire my casino is right now. I liked the ending of Lost. I don't... <laughs> I attack Greg. Okay. It is the, your turn. With the flaming raging poison sword. Okay. You're going to kill him then. Okay. That is uh, oh. 18 plus 10. Yes. That is 36. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a joke because it was bad math. Um, let's see. But no one laughed, so it's not a joke. Because <laughs> Colin. Stop Colin, bad math is not a joke. <laughs> that's not it's how not a joke. There's nothing funny about bad math, Colin. That is a 9 plus 24, 33 points of damage. It explodes. Uh, the slot machine robot, just you stab it into it, and 10 more springs shoot out of it, and you see Greg's face illuminated from underneath, like, and it explodes. Which sends Greg tumbling down hard to the floor, his cape still you know sort of on fire. It just that? occurred to me, I've used the Flaming Raging Poisoning Sword do many times. I've dealt with poison damage. Yeah. Huh. huh. It's not funny, really, so much as it's just bad gameplay. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Greg tumbles down hard to the floor several feet away from your party as this room is just in a big blaze. Uh, and as he falls, a large locket slips off his neck and skids to a halt uh, at your feet. And surveying this scene around him, Greg says, okay, fine. The, the $15 bill is in that locket. Just please don't kill me. I'll be good from now on. I promise. Holy shit. <laughs> Greg has a fake family. Uh, A chime rings from your belts, indicating that your time in this world is nearly through. What do you do? Please. Loop. Do. What? Uh, Loop loop starts to catch fire with her hands, and she says, No, we burned down his casino. As long as we take away his money power, we don't got to murder. I cut off his ear. Holy shit! Okay, that one's actually good. Uh, don't forget to do the thing. Oh, I use the, the wand of decursoration, yes. okay. and I remove the curse from yes. something. You, you pick up the locket, and uh, Loop says, mission accomplished, and just in time, because you, you, all of you are I, starting I to I toss do. him his ear back. I don't want it. It's gross. <laughs> All of you are starting to sort of get spirited away back to your home, and Merle, you take this wand and tap it to the locket, um, and the wand grows, glows green for just a moment, and when that light fades, uh, you can see, just as you're about to be pulled away... There's uh, no that place like home. There's no place like home. Okay, we're going to go ahead and let Griffin go You ahead. can see that your hands are empty. And Loop, seeing this, says, Son of a... And then all of you are teleported away. 
and then we see the front of the Grand Grimaldus Casino. Fire alarms are blaring, and fancily dressed folks are running out the doors trying to get to safety. And the casino's security personnel are evacuating, too. And we see one of those security crew members, a young man with bushy red hair, make a beeline for the crowd of visitors disappearing into the mass. And then he reappears on the other side, only he's not wearing a security uniform anymore. You see Terry walking confidently away from the casino in a sharp black tuxedo. And in front of him, a green light begins to materialize, and he smiles and reaches into the light. And he retrieves the prize you just teleported right into his hands. A wrinkled $15 bill. And he delicately folds it and puts it into his breast pocket. And turning away from the flaming casino, he looks directly into the camera. And he winks. That is the end of our adventure. Thank you all so much for coming. Goodbye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. How do you say cheese in Spanish? What show should I have on my DVR? What are the best songs of the year? Is VR cool? What's your jam? Which one of you is the Renata of the panel? For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable discussion that always has a fun, diverse panel talking about the stuff we love. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcast. I'm not going to judge.